to episode 48 of the Horror Stands Podcast. Hi, I'm Matt. Hey, this is Steve. And today we have Scream 4 for you guys to continue our Scream series. Our Scream series leading up to Scream 6, which comes out next week when we're recording this. Yeah, at least. We're all very excited, as is the world. It's going to be a cultural reset. And to talk about this iconic movie, we have... A special guest. We have Brandon back. Yay, Brandon! Hey, Brandon. Hey, guys. Up, Brandon? How's it going? Thanks for having me back. Oh, no. Anytime. Thanks for coming back. Of course. Anytime. We talked about, yeah, you were on the I Know What You Did Last Summer, and I Still Know What You Did Last Summer episodes. And uh, so what did you? Th- what do you think about the um, I Know What You Did Last Summer sequel news that has the world shook, Brandon? <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm stoked that they're even in talks. Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie are even in talks about it. I'm just really curious about how Carla. you know what I mean, yeah. Carla, Carla, Wilson. Carla Wilson. You know, she's probably still drying her shoes in the dryer. Um <laughs> <laughs> But no, I'm I mean if it's about their kids, I'm really curious where the plot is gonna be and how they're gonna compare it to the originals yeah i'm very excited we'll definitely have to have you on that episode whenever that movie comes out so brand is is the zombie hook guy coming back or no god i hope not (laughs) (laughs) he he would be old right zombies could be old i feel like no they did zombies in the third one and everybody hates that movie with a passion so no zombies if Zack Snyder directs it, oh, yeah, then, only <laughs> then, yes, they can do a zombie. Do they have a director? They, they didn't. Oh, yes, they do. It's Ooh. the director of Netflix's Do Revenge. I know. I'm. You didn't see that. No. Okay. Sarah Michelle Gellar had a little role, Ooh. which was iconic. Did you yeah. watch Do Revenge? Oh, I sure did. It was good. She she said that she based the character that she plays in it in it as like. How Catherine from Cruel Intentions would be right now. All oh, right, right. So that's good news for the sequel, then. Or the fourth, absolutely or third. Oh yeah, we're we're excited, and but we have Scream Forum today <laughs> from 2011, and you know this is a movie I've been wanting to do too because I know Matt. We've spoken about this, mm-hmm. and you your first time watching it. Was it like 5 a.m. or something? Uh, you were dead tired? I was severely sleep deprived. I had gone through Scream 1, 2, 3. I was awake for all of those, and then Scream 4 was like a fever dream. So you're like trash. Yeah, so I've always like ranked it as probably one of my worst ones. But if you listen to our episode, well, not our episode, but an episode we guest starred on. Yes, we guessed it on the Flicks and Friends podcast. Mm-hmm. Great guys over there. Mm-hmm. So we did that yesterday. So I'm, I was a little spoiled on Matt's ranking, ranking now. Of the screen movie, um, yeah. Because we would never lie to you guys. Mm-hmm. Bullshit you. Um, but <laughs> so, but you enjoyed it more. I enjoyed it much more now. now. You were probably hopped up on a monster or something, you know. Oh, I, 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 yeah. Well, I did it over two days because I knew when I started getting tired, I was like, nope, 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 stop it here rest go back at it and i i enjoyed it that i enjoyed it and it was so all because more. of kate roberts i, I just wanted more. <laughs> i have scars too man <laughs> 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 
Oh, one, 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 six lines. If you, hey. com- if you count the deleted scene. Hey, it was five. Okay. Five. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Brandon, what is your relationship with Scream 4? Did you see this in theaters? I did see it. So I remember I bought a ticket. So I went solo at midnight and went by myself and saw it. And I was just in theaters. Like, and that, that was more so when they were doing the the actual midnight showings of movies beyond stoked and actually like screen board was the main reason i even got twitter so if like you even look mm-hmm. at my twitter it says that i joined in december of 2011 because i just wanted to get all the info on it i could oh i see i thought it was because of Kristen bell's impact when she says oh i guess it would be Twitter now that would make more sense. That's what I thought too. <laughs> it was just so you could follow the news, right? <laughs> and also because of Kristen Bell. Yeah, I mean we'll plug her too, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I remember the first time, like I had this experience with four and five. Like I remember, like it's so much for me to take in a screen movie that, like I, I'm like. I think I love that. It's just, you know, it's a lot, you know. But, um, and I just think it got better and better with rewatches. And obviously we'll get into it, but um, it was a little ahead of its time in certain areas. Now you were spoiled for this one as well, right? Yes. So I already gave my Scream 2 prequel Steve story of being... Uh, ruined with that movie in seventh eighth grade. Yes, <laughs> um, this isn't quite as dramatic as that, but it was on the IMDb message boards, which were iconic. I do miss them, even though it ruined Scream Four. Somebody put the killers were Charlie and Jill, so that was ruined for me. Spoiler: If you haven't so, seen it, <laughs> so it's almost it's almost a tradition. Yeah, there there'll be spoilers in this episode. <laughs> Just if you've never, spoiled, if you've never listened to our podcast before, be for this now how old movie, you know, I can't do math. 12 years? 12, yeah. 12 years. Was this a... April will be 12 years. release? No, April. Yeah, I'm a flop fan. Yeah, but what was I talking about? Oh, spoiled. Spoiled, spoiled. So I'm It's almost message. tradition now. I want to get spoiled. It's Spoil those, me. Those even number screens. It, bring, it gives you. me nostalgia. <laughs> no. But yeah, and... Uh, I remember at the time, though, like, I was like, do you remember, Brandon, when they announced that Kevin Williamson left the project, and then they had fucking Aaron Kruger from Scream 3 come in to do rewrites? I just remember being so fucking worried. Well, I remember (laughs) remember that. Everybody was freaking out. Yeah, I remember being super stoked that, oh my god, he's coming back. They're doing a fourth one, the whole cast, the whole, you know, the writing team, like, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it, it was just like, a... Aaron Kruger has to come in. <laughs> oh, that's right. He is Oscar nominated now. I forgot. Oh, and then also during the production, it was announced that David and Courtney were separating. So mm. I remember that was, it was just felt like weird. I'm just like, oh, they're filming this movie and separating. Like, it's going to be so weird. Like. Like, what if their chemistry's off? What if they don't do promo together? Luckily, none of that happened. They were Profesh. very professional. Um, Little did we know that was the least of our problems because the uh, freaking Weinsteins had a big shadow over Wes and the whole production. I know. It's just, it's just crazy how they had to... 
I mean, the first three movies did so well, so it's just like leave him alone. What, you is, know? what, what happened exactly? You know, just making them him cut things and just always like breathing down his neck, basically. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I was gonna say something really inappropriate, but um, but I guess Harvey just was sentenced to like twenty three years in prison, so we love to see that. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Justice served. Ugly motherfucker. Could he's probably a few more years. But, yeah, that's. That's not too much, but he's old. So he'll probably right? die. He'll die in prison if I, he gets that much time. He looks decrepit. I don't know how old he is, but he looks pretty old. I don't, yeah, 20, 20 years in prison. He's probably now he, lo- he looks like what his personality is. I feel like 20 years in prison is not the same as 20 years in Hawaii. Like, it's going to age you a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. He can I mean, use some moisturizer. We'll just say that. Even 30 years ago, he looked like he was 60. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah he's always looked like shit. Luckily, they're no longer involved in the franchise, so that's cool. <laughs> so, what do you guys think about this opening scene? Because some people love it, some people despise it with a passion. Brandon, I'll let you go first with this. So, when I first saw it, I hadn't yet watched any of Pretty Little Liars, and this was like right at the beginning of Pretty Little Liars, and you know, so I really didn't know at all much about Lucy Hale. But I did know, like, about Sinead Grimes' Beach. Well, now it's Beach, but it was just Sinead Grimes. Because I did watch the 90210 reboot. And I was kind of stoked about that. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Because I had no idea what was going on. And, you know, with the first slash, like, oh, they're watching a stab movie. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then it just kind of, after the second one kind of got redundant, I think they could have taken a lot more time. And just had the two girls, you know, like the full 10 to 13 minutes, you know, just so we at least kind of cared that they were getting killed. <laughs> you don't care about Jenny and Marnie the Carney? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> for I me, yeah. For... Oh, no, I was just going to say I cared more about Jenny Randall than Marnie, but... <laughs> I care more about these first girls. I kind of love them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah, that's why I was excited like when it opened with them. Like, overall, I love the scene. Like, I think it's fun. And I, for me, personally, I know some people say that it should have been one fake out. I do disagree with that because I've seen that before. Like, um, I, did we talk about this before, Brandon? But you remember the glass house with um, Lily Sobieski? Yeah, I do. Like, that opened with, like, it's like a slasher movie, but we think it's just the movie, and then it's, like, the bunch of friends watching a movie. So, like, we've seen this before. So, to me, what makes this clever is the fact that it's two fake-outs. Because I remember seeing this in theaters, like, especially at the second one, people were like, wow, like, this is this is insane. But the problem is, is that the real opening is not, like, scary enough. Absolutely. Yeah, and the... I think, I mean, got Anna Paquin and Kristen Bell, you know, two blonde queens or whatever, but theirs was campy enough to where you weren't in the right mindset to be, like, on the edge of your seat. Right, yeah. I I think that one's a lot of fun, too, though. Like, Kristen Bell playing a psycho and, like, being like, shut the fuck up and watch the movie. Really? Oh, 100%. Watch a movie. <laughs> uh, but did you... I think I had you watch this, Matt. The alternate opening, I think, should have stayed. I think that was much more effective. 
Did you did you watch that? Oh one? shoot! I just watched the deleted scenes. I didn't see the. Oh, was it not part of that? I don't think oh, so. No. no, yeah, that was the one I really wanted to oh, watch fail on my damn. part because I didn't. Not um, bad. Well, basically, I'll have to watch that next. Yeah, we'll watch that after, yeah. but then we'll forget like Thanks. usual. Um, you know what I'm talking about, Brandon? Though, where Ghostface is behind the fridge. Oh, a hundred percent. He starts stabbing Jenny on the car- couch. It's it's very brutal. It's then pretty he, aggressive. Yeah. Then he kills. Uh, he ends up killing Marnie. Who should have been the one killed last because she was like the more traditional, like innocent girl than Jenny Randall, mm-hmm. um, and like her her like final line of like you're not real like I thought was like perfect. So yep. like, why they went and made the scene worse? I think that was the Weinstein's. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah, and it the the you're not real line always made me feel like. You know, this was after they were watching all these stab movies. In a, in a in a weird sense, they're like, "Wait, those were movies. This shouldn't be happening. This shouldn't be real." Right. It was like perfectly set up, and then they don't even have that line in the new reshot ending. So it's just right. dumb. But overall, the, I think the three scenes are effective enough where I think it's fun. And at least this opening to me is memorable because it's doing something cool. Like, because you have the original, which is just iconic, one of the best scenes in horror history. Then two, the theater thing was like public plays. That's a different spin on it. That's cool. Three to me is a good scene, but it's just basic. There's nothing like super clever about it. And then this one, at least there's something going on it's interesting like the movie within a movie thing right and i mean let's be honest there's no bad opening in a screen movie this is true but we'll see next week no there's still (laughs) oh my gosh i'm sure i'm sure sure it'll be i'm getting palpitations even thinking (laughs) so matt what did you think of this opening oh when i first saw it i absolutely hated it i'll be honest when i first in my sleep deprived state i was like oh my god three three freaking things i'm over it (laughs) But on my rewatch, with a clear mind, I was really about it. I loved the dialogue in each scene and how each scene was like a play on itself in the horror franchise and whole in general, really. Mm-hmm. And no, I, I liked it a lot. I, um, I kind of see what you guys are saying now about that. Like Brandon, you put it very well. Like you're not on the edge of your seat by the time you get to like the real what's actually happening. And I can, I, I can kind of see that it now. Just, but... It kind of feels just like another stab scene. Yeah, but I, I still overall... No, I enjoyed the, this opening. I liked it. There's a lot of blonde bitches getting killed. Yes, there are. <laughs> and don't forget Channing Tatum. <laughs> and Channing Tatum's abs. From this Abercrombie days. <laughs> That's definitely not a picture of Channing Tatum, though. I don't know. <laughs> They couldn't get the rights from Channing. <laughs> it's just some random... If you Google guy with abs, that's probably the first image you get. They probably just want to grind her. Okay, this song's a banger, though, as we're going into the opening. As usual, the music's great. Did you listen to Demi's new song, Brandon? Still I did, and I... Did you watch the music video? Yes, and... In... The new clips made me, like, even more giddy. <laughs> I know. Like, I, I just thought it was so cool to get, like, a music video that we would get in the 90s. Oh, 100%. You know? Like, they Nothing... put some effort. <laughs> right. It's, a, it's like we're getting How to Deal by Jennifer Love Hewitt again. Well, it's not that good, but... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Did you watch that at all? Probably not. I think, I think he would like it. I think I listened. You, I posted a clip. That's what I listened to. I listened to the, the clip that was posted. It's pretty rocky. Yeah. I know Mike Shinoda, I think that's his name, from Lincoln Park, produced it. Okay. And, you know, so that's kind of cool. I enjoy that. Yeah, you know, because Jennifer Love Hewitt is hard like that. <laughs> Imagine if we got How Do I Deal Part 2 for the sequel soundtrack. Jennifer Love Hewitt's version. <laughs> now, Brandon, did you get a chance to watch Scream 4 when it was on Netflix at all? I did. And was it was it you, Steve, that was telling me that apparently it was there were different scenes or no? Uh, no, that wasn't me. But Matt thinks he discovered something I, interesting. Did the filter look different to you? Like, to me, it, it looked like it wasn't as heavy. I don't know. Maybe it was just me going from one TV to another when I was watching it. Because I started on watching it on Netflix on one TV. Then I went to another TV and was watching it on, like, a different platform. And I'm just like, this doesn't... This looks much Because Because this movie has a very um, infamous filter thing going on where it's just well yeah it looks like a bad after school special in the 90s yeah did you notice that on the netflix version when you watched it so i i thought it what it wasn't as bad i didn't think and the one part that always stands out to me that i knew was either gonna like be like okay it's different or it's the same was the scene where um, we'll get to it, I'm sure, when Gail shows up to Sydney's uh, book um, signing thing. And the the light behind Gail, it literally looks like it's just like a big like halo of angels behind her from the outside light. I mean, she is an angel. <laughs> I mean, uh, she sure is, but not a Vaseline angel. <laughs> so, so you noticed it was toned down slightly? Toned down slightly until that scene. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think there was any calming that scene down. It was just like she was like coming out of the heavens or something. Like, I don't, I don't know what that whole choice was with this movie, but you know. See, I'm bummed now because it's it just came off of Netflix a few days ago. It did. It's on Paramount again now. Oh, it's on Paramount. Oh, who's got? You'll we'll have to Plus. see. I think I canceled it. Oh, you did? Yeah. I mean, I I have all the screams. So what do I need Paramount for? see if it's with filter oh, true. We, just, we just test i have hbo max i don't know if there's some paramount i don't know like that. i i just bought this on voodoo because i already owned it on amazon prime but i i heard that voodoo is a little bit better mm. and like maybe i'm just so used to it over the years but i think it looks decent mm -hmm. for me but i use voodoo too and i actually um for that movie alone i don't know why i just like watching the blu-ray of it just because I want to make sure it is like the best quality I can watch it on because of the, oh, the yeah. haze. I have the Blu-ray too, but I get lazy and I don't want to get up and put the Blu-ray in. Something I know. Else. When are so they going to do like, like... <laughs> I just wish I could put my whole Blu-ray collection in like a big disc changer. <laughs> they should have like a jukebox, but for like Blu-rays. Yeah. So we could just live our best lazy life. Like a disc changer, if you will. Us lazy ass yes, they, they used to have those. I got it. You could you remember like in the cars you could have like mad CDs. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. then they would just change you on the fly. You know you're a big fucking baller if you know <laughs> I didn't have I just knew they existed. <laughs> oh you're like, no, I didn't have yeah, actually come on. I knew somebody Except yeah. you had to open your trunk to change anything. Because <laughs> didn't oh, the, wasn't the C D changer in the trunk? 
I don't know. I, I didn't get that far. Yeah, we didn't own it, so yeah. we don't know because we were poor. Oh, one of my friends had it, and I feel like the disc changer was, like, in the trunk. So whenever she wanted to take one out, she had to, like, go behind and open her trunk. <laughs> See, now I'm a baller with Spotify Premium. Don't have to worry about it. Yes, me too. You're, you're living your best life, yeah. Matt. Um, but back to back to our screen four. Let's discussion. talk about the Queen, Queen Kirby, Miss Hayden Panettiere, fan favorite. Going to pick Joe up for school. Yeah, and then I love Kirby's line. She's like, uh, "Before you get in the car, promise not to kill me." Good foreshadowing. Oh, my <laughs> God. Bad boss bitch. Do you are, love it? Do you are you a Kirby stan at like the rest of the world? I love Kirby. She's great. She's, she's awesome. to me. She's like the hotter, cooler, hipper Randy. Like Randy could never yeah. like fuck off. I'm glad you died. It's all about Kirby. <laughs> Brandon's like, I hate that bitch. No, <laughs> I was just gonna say when like I'm gayer than a flower in May, but like Kirby, I was so sexy. Her voice. With her rasp and everything in that first scene, I'm like, mm. okay, okay. <laughs> and I know some people hate on it, but I love her hair like this. I think. Oh, me too. Off. Like, it, you know, some people say she gives lesbian vibes, and they want her to be a lesbian in sex. I mean, I kind of get that. You know, <laughs> oh my I wouldn't mind a girlfriend. I wouldn't mind. Matt definitely wouldn't mind. But I mean, like, that's a, that's such a stupid thing to like nitpick at. Like, I don't like her hair. Like. Okay, but like, what about the rest of her? Listen, She's this awesome. is the Scream community. That's all we talk about is hair. I can see a Gale. hair for one particular like person. Scream but, three, but like, but like, I don't know. Kirby's okay. just to not like Kirby or to dislike Kirby because of her hair. Some people are hating on her wig in six. Oh, it is a wig. Yeah, I can't say I love it, mm-hmm. but I'll get used it to it. It does not. I don't think it looks terrible, but I don't it's, get the it decision. Could be, it could be worse. It it could be worse. Does she have short hair right now? Is that why she's got a wig? No. It, I feel like it's longer. I feel, yeah, I feel like her hair isn't that... I think it's pretty much the same as the wig hair. Like, so I don't understand why I even bother then. Hmm. You know, hmm. I don't understand girls and their hair decisions sometimes. No, but, you know. But, I mean, people got over Neb's wig in part three, so... Right, but you can't even tell, hardly. Like oh, I know. It was just mainly right? like in a wiggy, like it was kind of like an extension type thing that they put like under her row hair. But it took like two hours to get on, I guess, which, yeah. you know, but I guess, you know, it's better than getting stuck with her drowning Mona hair. Exactly. She had at the time. Speaking of icons, let's talk about Judy Lemon Square Hicks. She's adorable. She's cute. Even though she's like trying to hit on a married man, she's still likable. She is. (laughs) I mean, like, do you blame her? I mean, part of me wonders if she even like is doing it on purpose because she's like kind of like in her own little world. Like, you know, uh, you're not cheating on your wife if you eat my lemon square. Like, I don't know if she's even (laughs) she knows what she's doing. It's always a (laughs) just. And then just like I think <laughs> I think Dewey is at his like most Barney Fife-ish, you know, throwback uh, to uh, Scream yeah. Two is when um <laughs> she said after she says that you wouldn't be cheating on your wife and he's like, Well yeah, well I should I would be cheating on my diet. 
<laughs> and then I'm like, oh god, fucking dork. <laughs> He's Dewey in Scream Four. I think is that his most attractive, personally. No, he was the single life was doing good for him. Uh, yeah, literally. <laughs> although I have to say, I do think Dewey is probably the his most. Uh, they wasted him a little bit in this movie. I feel. Oh, I agree. Yep. At least Courtney had a mission. Dewey was just kind of there. Exactly. I feel like it was hard for just Dewey himself, though, to do the previous Dewey things that he used to do. Because he's got a lot more responsibility. This character right now has a lot more responsibility, you know, being head of the police department. So he can't go rogue and do all this crap that he used to do, which is maybe also why they kind of had to sideline his character. Like, he could do that, but it would look, it'd be, not look great for him. True. I do like that they, it seems like he had more respect from everybody in it, except for Gail. <laughs> but, um, except for his wife. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, I feel like, you know what, the community and everybody kind of respected him more than they did in the previous films. So who loves Trevor? Who? <laughs> Trevor is the worst. <laughs> no one? He's like... I could see, you probably saw this in the deleted scenes, that they cut a lot of his stuff out. Yes. I mean, because he's, like, trying to be Billy Loomis almost, and he just can't compare whatsoever. I mean, he was kind of insufferable. I don't know how much of that was his fault, or how much of it was just, like, Ghostface messing with him. To me, like, the, the, part, the parts that he was at his best were when he was just being, like, like a dummy. Like, there's that one part, like, after... Sydney is attacked and Jill gets sliced. Like he walk, he comes, runs in random. He's like, "What's going on?" Like <laughs> he's um, when he's just being like a dumb like high school guy. Mm-hmm. But whenever they're trying to make him be like a serious like red herring, I'm just like, he's not the fucking killer. Brandon, are you a Trevor Stan? Oh hell no! I thought it was hilarious how Jill was not like giving him the time of day at all. In high in the school when he came up to her locker, she's like, "No, go um, away." Because <laughs> apparently he was making out with Jenny Rand. Mark was it was Jenny. Okay, got it. Yeah, Marnie the Carney would never. She was a sweet. I would have. I would have rather made out with Marty, but whatever. <laughs> oh, Jenny though. Listen, Jenny has, um, you know, a high GPA. Or she has a 4.0 and 140 IQ, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Sorry if that number isn't correct, fans. <laughs> you know that somebody's pressed right now. I know, fake fan. Big fan. <laughs> and of course, we haven't even mentioned yet. So Sydney's uh, in Woodsboro on the anniversary of the Woodsboro killings with her book, Out of, Out of Darkness. Um, Gail might be a little jealous. All right, Steve, explain our first scene with Gail. <laughs> when she's when she's at the computer? Yes. <laughs> what do you want me to explain exactly? <laughs> no, we can't. Mean... <laughs> we can't. That's mean. We're, we'll get canceled for a reason. Are you talking about her lips? I mean, people can think what they want, and if they think it, then maybe it's true. It's a little aggressive in that scene, but, like, I don't know. I remember when I first seen this movie, I was like, Courtney, Courtney looks different. Like, she looks, 
you know, but she's had some work done. But now maybe because I'm so used to seeing it everywhere that I'm like, I think she looks great in this movie. Watching it now, I'm like, holy shit, she's smoking. Yeah, I was like, at the time, like, it's just weird how, how things change. Maybe because now I'm like, I'm used to looking at, like, Khloe Kardashian's 24th face. <laughs> That like I'm like, you know her 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 work in this movie wasn't too aggressive actually, all things no, considered. It wasn't. It it was honestly, again, fans. I'm sorry. Harsh on her. Yeah. When this first came out, right? She, when she got it done, people were harsh on her. And when she stopped getting it, like, she gets it now. You know, in the newest screen movie. So it's like, you know, they can't win. I, I think. <laughs> yeah, I thought she looked great in this. She did. It was just that one scene. Yeah, just just her first scene is is like, oh, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I think I told Brandon it was like a jump scare. <laughs> I might I, some of this might not end up in the final cut. Yeah. it's gonna be like Scream Four, where all the scenes are deleted. <laughs> we'll end up on the cutting room floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If we ever have that Patreon. That, yeah, the, all the internet is raw. <laughs> Horror Stance Raw podcast. Well, okay, so but I absolutely, speaking of Queen Gale, I love the back and forth between her and Judy, where she's like... Um, that was hot. <laughs> I was surprised there wasn't a deleted scene of them making out, or her eating <laughs> Judy's Lemon Square. That's what I was hoping for on that 20-minute deleted scene clip. <laughs> Your Lemon Squares taste like ass. Which, you know, might not be a bad thing um, for some people. Um, <laughs> Judy just says, and what's the problem? <laughs> oh, boy. We're going off the deep end on this episode. Mama Cabo cannot listen to... Mama, Mama Cabo. We'll put this Who would have thought the Scream 4 episode would be the one? Oh. <laughs> and also her... Um, what she say when she closes the door on her? You know the expression... I wrote the book on this, and then she slams the door. It's so <laughs> funny. Courtney kind of serves in this movie. She's great. Oh, she does. Oh, I, I was just saying, I like how Dewey kind of defends the Lemon Squares. <laughs> he, he doesn't want her to feel bad. Yeah. Like, that would be me, though. Like, I don't yeah. want people to feel bad. Like, I'll talk shit behind their back. Yeah. Be like, those are the worst Lemon Squares I've ever had. But, but, but to the, like, if I made them, like, no, you're, they're okay. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, they're great. They're yeah. great. Like, you go throw up in the bathroom. Bria, what were we going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, we can't forget about um, Sydney's publicist, played by Alan Bree, or Allison Bree. I love Allison Bree. Yes. I love Allison Bree, and she's also great in this movie. She's hilarious. She's like, to me, like Gail in Scream 1, but like even more horrible. She's like, two girls butchered, payday. <laughs> I, I remember first watching this being shook that Allison Bree was in it, because I obviously did not look up who was in what. Ever. I was like, oh my god, this, this is cast great. is kind of stacked. Yeah. Fuck me wow. <laughs> so many good quotes. What's that line later? She's like, oh, you know, those dorks will just like jump off of a bridge or something like that. I don't know. It's... <laughs> those downtrodden fucks. <laughs> she calls them. So, what's it like re- revitalizing your tarnished brand or something like that? In about two seconds, I'll revitalize your face with my tarnished brand. Okay, but then, okay, but we do, it kind of ruins it for me, because after Gail says the line, 
Marco Beltrami, the composer, has like this really over the top like sitcom music cue. It bugs me every time. I'm like, calm down. This isn't fucking Family Matters or something like <laughs> Friends. Like, yeah, you're waiting yeah. for the laugh track. Somebody should put that in there. This whole the whole movie. Oh my god, I just that say, would be I, so I, funny. <laughs> like once in a while, the movie does get into like Scream Three territory. It gets a little over the top, and so I'll blame um I'll blame Aaron Aaron Kruger on that one. Kevin would never. Okay, Brandon, this is the real deep conversation. What do you think about Sydney's wardrobe in this movie? I want to know why she looks like she is a mother who shops at the Gap. Because <laughs> there's like there's like two section, two long sections of this movie where she's got like, is that a cardigan? She got like a little over thing on on top of another shirt. And I always thought that she was wearing, like, I thought these were her pajamas. She like, looks older not. in Scream 4 than she does in Scream 5. <laughs> She's aging in reverse, what can we say? She's a big Literally. <laughs> Sydney Button. <laughs> she took the potion. Yeah, we needed, we needed more leather jackets. Yeah. Leather jackets. I think she has it in the cinema club scene, but that's it. Not enough. Yeah. Costume designer on this movie failed. <laughs> I will say she looked pretty good in that dress, like at the um the bookstore. In the red? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was good. I mean Nev Campbell never like looks bad at all, but yeah, that wardrobe is pretty pretty sketch. The Olivia kill icon. Mm, that was really good. I was <laughs> that is fabulous. But I was going to mention when they were introducing all of them, you know, because Olivia is obviously in the car with Kirby. She gets picked up by Kirby and everything, too, at night. One of my favorite lines is when they get to school and Robbie, Robbie Mercer, you know, it's like, what is it, Hall Pass with Robbie Mercer? Oh, yeah. Hall, Hall, Hall Pass with Robbie Mercer. Yeah, it's just Hall Pass with Robbie Mercer with Olivia, my tits, or what is it? Oh, what is it? Uh, I, Something. I, don't look at my don't look at my tits. I have a mind, Morris. <laughs> yes. Something like that. She's not don't just look. a regular hot girl. Yeah. <laughs> She's a brainy hot girl. Olivia, don't look at my tits. I have a mind, Morris. <laughs> well, let's be honest, Olivia. Nobody cares. Olivia's like the live, the Scream 5's live of this movie. Let's be honest. Like, nobody cares. I, I care. <laughs> You're just there to I, die. I, I, I was, I About was. Olivia or Liv? I cared more of a thing about Olivia than Liv. Is it because she's hot? Yeah, she's hotter than Liv. Okay, I guess she's not actually underage. So I fine. looked at her IMDb. <laughs> she had like two Crickets. movies after Scream. Yeah. Poor thing. I mean, I don't think she's bad, but it's just like, who are you? Oh, it's yeah. just it a shame. She, she doesn't even go here. I mean, it was weird, too, that we're looking at... Uh, so I was confused though because I wasn't sure if it was high school or college, and then I like I realized it was high school. It's Woodsboro High. Yeah, and then we get into her room. Like this is like yeah, she's hot, but this is weird because she's like in high school. Oh, we haven't watched enough eighty slasher movies. Right, <laughs> high school girls with their tits out is just everywhere. This is nothing. Yeah, it's a little little weird. And then even one of the cops. It's kind of weird for a screen movie though because we don't see too many girls like just in the in the bra and yeah. panties. 
And, but even the cops make a suggestion, like, Oof. about her, like, oh, she, she, my neighbor. No, what she, was that? she can live next door to me. Yeah. That was weird. They didn't age very well. No, not at all. <laughs> I do like their duet. That was a Weinstein added line. <laughs> he actually, yeah, he rewrote that scene. Um, but I do like the line where they're doing like a crossword in the car and he's like, what's a four letter word for something? And then the other mm-hmm. cop's like, for guts, which is kind of like foreshadowing. <laughs> and then also what kills me is like, it seems like every time somebody talks to the killer, they're like, Trevor, is this you? And the killer, like, is annoyed. He's like, I'm not fucking Trevor. Like, <laughs> no one likes Trevor. <laughs> even Ghostface oh is a God. Trevor hater. You know what that always reminds me of? Is in, scre- or in Scary Movie 2. I'm in the music room. Where are you? I'm in the fucking music room. <laughs> music room. <laughs> when oh Cindy's in gosh. the car and Vitamin C's like, shut up and let me sing. <laughs> Uh, I'm bummed that the like the most brutal and like best kill in the movie did go to Olivia though. At least, at least you know, even though her character is unmemorable, at least that makes her somewhat memorable though. So right. she'll always have that. And like, I do love that this this is like Lost Credit being like because you know you know we talked about this Matt on the screen three with the MPAA and the Columbine. Mm-hmm. Like now they're like, okay, the gloves are off. Like this is. This is when the torture porn stuff was going on. Like, we're going to go hard. Like, Ghostface isn't fucking around. And he, like, mm-hmm. fucks her shit up. Like, when he's, like, when he stabs her in the hand, it's just brutal. Oh, my God. That, that hand stab is worse than Scream 5's. Oof, I know. It's that, But I love Sydney just running over there, though. And, okay, so I am, not that it needs defending, because I don't think anybody's, like, Sydney's trash in Scream 4, but like I think she's underrated in Scream 4. I think some people are kind of like, you know, yeah, she's just kind of there. But to me, it's Sydney is proactive. She's, tra- she's proactive. She's been through this before. She's not traumatized. Um, like she's just gonna handle the situation. If like she she can't control it. This is happening, mm-hmm. and she's just gonna do the best to protect herself and her family. So I love yep. Sydney in this one. I think she's underrated. One of my favorite scenes, despite is despite the cardigans, <laughs> despite the Gap, <laughs> despite shopping at the Gap, is the Gap Wait, even around anymore? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Maybe not in our mall, but very few things are around at our yeah, mall. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough. <laughs> if anything, it'll go back in business because of this episode. That's right. We're bringing it back. You're welcome. Gap. <laughs> We'll have to do a sponsorship. I'm surprised. I'm surprised people uh, thought Cindy was just kind of there. Yeah, because like, like if you said, anybody, I would have thought you thought she was just there because she's no. not bringing the waterworks. We don't need waterworks all the time. <laughs> There's but a time like, and a place. Yeah, like who, like who really dies here that she's really upset about? Her aunt. Her aunt. She didn't really she, have time. But she was like, I don't know, like I'm trying to. But I mean, there. who really cared about she? <laughs> <laughs> I've got scars too. <laughs> oh my oh, god! Do you? I, wish I, I wish she was like the Meg of this movie, like Meg from Family Guy. Shut, just, up, Kate. shut up, Kate. <laughs> Where's this wind chime go? Jill, Jill's like, Mom, go fix your hair. <laughs> oh, you girls keep me young. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But speaking of Sydney being proactive, like I love the scene when. 
because this is another screen movie where Ghostface is literally like sprinting after his victims <laughs> when he's sprinting at her through the the door and she's crawling up the stairs and she just drop kicks him. <laughs> It was so great. Oh, that's that was an awesome moment. I remember people clapping in the theater at oh, that part. Yeah, and I love how um, Ghostface seems a little bit more aggressive on the phone too. Like the scene. Yeah. Where, well, first of all, I like when she answers the phone and she's just like, "What?" Oh. <laughs> I know. And then he says something like, "I can't wait to like slit your eyelids so you can't blink when I stab you in the face." Like, geez, it's very aggressive. <laughs> Do we think that was Jill, or was that Charlie, do you think, who said that? Um, I think it probably had to be Charlie, just because of how quick Jill is there. Because then Jill gets quote-unquote attacked. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is true. Yep, I forgot about that. But yeah, Ghostface gets his ass kicked, but then, you know, pulls a Ghostface and disappears in two seconds because that's what he does. In an instant. He's a magician. (laughs) (laughs) Or as the cop says later, he's like a ghost. (laughs) Fucking dumb fucks. I can see Charlie being into magic. He seems like that kind of guy. Kid. (laughs) (laughs) And these cops suck, though. They're the worst This movie, this is such a waste of our boy, Adam Brody. You know Adam Brody from Ready or Not and Jennifer's Body? Yeah. Um, The the OC? (laughs) And the OC... Of course. Like, it was just a waste of his talents, in my opinion. And Anthony Anderson. I don't really care about him, but... Uh, <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, at least, like, give... Adam give them a character. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say that, like, Adam Brody had a pretty, like, decent career up to then, too. So I was just really confused why he had, like, less than five minutes of screen time. It was probably rewritten right before, like, fucking... Uh... Kate Roberts, because originally Matt, this was uh, Kate Roberts was cast as Lauren Graham, who was the mom on Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. and then she like dropped out at the last minute for quote unquote scheduling conflicts. But let's be honest, it's because they rewrote the role mm-hmm. and then it had nothing to do. I think it was on the Kelly Carson show. She was kind of talking about that. This was right around, I think, when Scream Five was coming I out. I think she was on. I remember her doing like Jay Leno. Yeah, talking about it, she's like, "Oh, I yep. can't wait to go film Scream 4. Aw, and then yeah, she didn't. Um, then we got the the president's wife from Independence Day, who's like a well respected actress. So like, she must have been like, whatever. Like, it's probably a decent paycheck. This forty million dollar fucking slasher movie. Um, I don't know where they spent the money though. That like, filter. <laughs> the filter is expensive. Like this isn't like now where it's just yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, that's the elite was expensive. Maybe back this in the movie day. is ahead of its time with the filter <laughs> too. This, this movie started the filters. And then we get our girl, Alison Brie, Rebecca Walters. She gets killed, and this scene was reshot. I do think it's better now. I don't know if you saw that. I did, I did it was kind of a quick one. It was like shit before. <laughs> she turns around he's there and she stabbed like it was yeah. very there's no real build up to it I mean a little but I kind of like I like what they have in the final yeah but still like I don't know if you agree with me Brandon though Wes Craven still did a better parking garage scene and cursed with Maya oh 100% that's the best scene, that's the best scene in that movie that's a great yeah. scene yeah um, but overall it's still a good scene even though I'm like why the fuck did you get out of the car? You know? <laughs> <laughs> or, 
Poor choices were made. Nothing made really made a lot of sense. She was in the car, and then all of a sudden he was on top of the car. But then why did he just get off and leave? Remember, he like scared her in the windshield. Yeah, because we see that he like has like a car part. I liked how he was running after her. Yeah, like we could have gotten more of a chase scene, like in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, this. I mean, we do get some like running around in this movie, so it doesn't bug me as much as it bugged me in Scream Five, where it was like nothing. Mm-hmm. But still, like this could have been like a real chase scene, maybe. Yeah, whole right. parking garage. You could do something. I mean, they made a whole movie in a parking garage. Hello, P two. Oh my god. Yeah, we got to remember next Christmas to do P2, Good Christmas Horror. P2? Parking, yeah, it's P2. We're going to do P2 before P1. No, just kidding. There isn't a P1. <laughs> it's just P2. Um, <laughs> underrated movie. Um, it's so good. It's really good. I love Rachel Nichols. She should have had a better career. But I do like um, Rebecca getting thrown onto the news van. That was cool. And in front of the whole, like... um. The whole news conference. <laughs> the Woodsboro paparazzi or whatever. Right. <laughs> and Gail, like, back to herself asking all the questions. And it's to Dewey. <laughs> She's, like, harassing Dewey. He's like, right. hon, later? <laughs> Can we talk about this at home? <laughs> Poor Gail. She's trying so hard. <laughs> then we have these rules, which are kind of, like, shit, though. Let's be honest. Like. You have to be, if you're gay, you'll survive. I don't know where they got that from, but... Were there not oh, a lot right. of, like... There wasn't even gay people. characters yeah, okay. then, so... Yeah. Well, there was a rumor that Robbie was gay. But do you think oh, he yeah, was? It's the big debate. I, I love that. That's funny. It's the big biggest debate. This is the... Was Robbie gay, or was he just saying that to get out of it? I feel like he was just saying it. I don't, I don't actually know, though. I, I laughed. You can't just it. say somebody's gay, you fucking homophobe. I, I, didn't, I, kidding. I didn't say he was gay. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, was was he limp-wristed or not? I just opinion? looked at his... I don't know. Because I, I could see Kevin doing that subtly, having him come out, but then I heard somewhere, too, that Kevin also said, no, he wasn't gay. So I have no idea. We'll see. Kevin says a lot of things. Left we'll ass JK Rowling her thoughts. <laughs> oh my right. God. I'm gonna I'm gonna send a message to Aaron Kruger. Maybe he wrote that part. I mean Kevin Kevin also said that Kirby was dead. Even though Wes was like, I don't know, she was still moving. Shut your mouth, Kevin Williamson. Stop talking. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, Kevin's got his flat moments too. Like, you know. Teaching Mrs. Tingle, even though I do love parts of it. <laughs> okay, I actually do like that movie. <laughs> okay, any time Helen Mirren's on screen, the movie's good. Whenever it's just about those kids. I, I was rooting for Mrs. Tingle. Marissa Coughlin was great, though, too. Oh, no, oh, yeah, she was yeah. she was good. When she does that exorcism um, yeah. reenactment, it's so funny. <laughs> uh, but I do love this scene with uh, Jill and Sydney. Um, nice heart to heart moment. Nice heart to heart, and a, but especially like in retrospect, mm-hmm. when you know how the movie ends, and like, you know, Jill's like, I don't know how you handle the fame and everybody watching you. And it seems genuine though when you watch it the first mm-hmm. time. Like, then like 
when you watch it later, it's like, you know, that meme of Khloe Kardashian. You liar! <laughs> you know what's funny? So, it, this is probably, like, within the past, like, year or two, when I rewatched Scream 4, and the scene after Olivia dies, and they're all out out on the you know the side of the road and you hear people i literally i don't know how i missed it but i when you hear people like this is all your fault sydney you're just like your mother and blah 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 i'm like holy shit that's so sad oh no see it makes me laugh because it sounds so dubbed in it (laughs) is dubbed in but it reminds me of not another team movie when the one girl's like that's gonna stain It's like, your mother's a whore, Sydney. <laughs> at, least, at least it's not, like, bad enough to where, like, Gail is, like, just it crying, but then uh, get off my fucking windshield comes out. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That... Or when Tatum says, um, janitor is your superior. It yeah. sounds so bad, though. Oh, um, and then and then Sydney's saying <laughs> Sydney's saying Dewey when she was really saying no. Oh my oh. god. Yeah, especially in the first movie, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have the budget for the ADR, but it was pretty rough. <laughs> 1996, I guess. Right. <laughs> it was the 90s. It was the 90s. Um But now we're at the Stabathon. And I do like Gail like dancing around in the mask, like yes. hip, like trying to be I'm a I'm a kid. I'm, you know, I'm hip. Um, she's being clever and hip. <laughs> yeah, she's got like fucking twenty huge ass cameras on her. No one will see you. Yeah, <laughs> very conspicuous. I do like the scene, but I was, I think it's a little disappointing. Like, I think we could have gotten more, like, more of a chase scene, like something like uh, Scream Two, like maybe go out to the cornfield. Like, like this is Ooh. a cool setting. Yeah, good corn. I just feel like it's wasted. Field. Kind of oh, I was just gonna say, even something along the lines of keeping in the scene where, like, do it if you have the guts and all that. You know, like that's um, they edited out so much. Yeah, because in the in the trailer, Matt, like the scene where she gets stabbed, like she's like to go space. Go ahead if you have the guts, and then he like slams the knife down, which was like cool. And then, yeah, they didn't roll it. The Weinstein's. <laughs> just blame it all on the Weinstein's. <laughs> That wow, yeah, that would have been pretty powerful, and that was in this uh, stabathon scene. Mm-hmm. That would have been yeah, because, yeah. yeah, that would have been cool. What the hell? They had it pretty much. <laughs> it's got to be out there somewhere. <laughs> That's probably in those fan edits. I bet you they edit right. that back in. Gotta, Did I you gotta... watch? You so Matt knows about these fan edits that are out there, which just... like added in a lot of the stuff, and yeah. I think they took out some of the more obnoxious lines yeah. and we'll get to one soon mm-hmm. that i despise with a passion <laughs> they took out uh some of the jokes that they felt fell flat they added in some of the deleted scenes and that's they, cool uh, supposedly by yeah supposedly by doing that it helped a little more with the pacing for the movie which i really didn't have an issue with to begin with but it would be cool to see it with those deleted scenes now yeah i mean i do think it's a well-paced movie i think it's the most for me like this is probably the most like easy breezy scream movie like if i just want one that's fun to put on Mm -hmm. i'd probably put on this like because as goofy as scream 3 gets sometimes and it gets pretty goofy like you still have that sydney stuff which is kind of heavy but here like you know no main characters die like 
you know, it's nothing too serious. Like, it's just like a fun, and it's, I think this is the shortest one too. You know? Yeah, this is, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the shortest screen movie. So this is just like the, the one to like easily put on in the background kind of movie, but just a good time, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, I look at this as like a cute, like, this is like 10, 11 years later after Scream 3. It's like a cute reunion movie. You know, let's catch up with our people our trio mm-hmm. and see where they're at in their lives and they have a little bit of killings and who cares about kate dying you know when <laughs> i first saw it ugly shoes i didn't know who emma roberts was at all when i first saw it like i never saw aquamarine or anything like that before you're I went not an aquamarine stand <laughs> i can't say i am but i just thought that emma because emma was at the age where she pulls off that personality in that movie so well so i'm like are you acting or are you actually really like this as a person because it, it was just she pulled that off way too well you're saying she plays a bitch well yeah but there's scream queens bitch and then there's this bitch they're completely two separate things i think she plays any kind of a bitch well so yeah i'm like sus <laughs> No, because there's been, um, I think it was American Horror Story Freak Show. Um, I think it was Freak Show, where she played like a regular person, like she wasn't bitchy at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't buy this one bit. Wasn't she a reporter? Dress? Yeah. No, I think that was um, her one scene in, what was the political one? Cult? I think that was Cult. Yeah. And, and this one, she was like, the love interest of Evan Peters, I think. Okay. She was so boring. She was so boring in the role. So I'm just like, stick to what you're good at. (laughs) She was in Coven too, right? Yeah, she played a bitch on that. She was great. Yeah, I like her. (laughs) Bitchy witch. I liked her in Coven. Okay, but here we get the worst line ever committed to a Scream movie. I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about, right? I don't think I do. Matt's like, I uh, love that one. I'm like, wait. The fuck Bruce Willis. Oh, I was like, he dies. Yeah. The cop dies. Yeah, why? I'm either blaming that on him improvising it, because I could see that, mm-hmm. or Aaron Kruger. <laughs> <laughs> this is an Aaron Kruger rewrite. Sounds like it to me. I don't, I don't, I don't understand where it came from. Oh, all. well, they did set it up. In all fairness, before because they're talking about cops always die in the movies, oh. like something about Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was set up mm-hmm. a bit, but it's still, it just I just remember at the theater, even though my audience I remember being fairly into the movie, mm-hmm. it was just dead silent. Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> so, um, but I like the death before that because Wes actually based it on a real case that he read about somebody getting stabbed in the head, but they survived. Yeah. So, so the people complaining it's not realistic. Fuck off. Wes knew what he was talking about. He knew what he was about. <laughs> did his research. So if there was a scream a would you guys go? Oh, yeah. In a barn. Oh, you know, yeah. For the showing. I would go to a stab That sounds pretty cool, right? Although, like, this must have been a long-ass night. Because there's seven oh, stab yeah. movies. What time, and they, they start pretty late at night, too. They start... 
Because it's dark out, and they're just starting, like, the first one. <laughs> so, basically, all the parents in Woodsboro don't give a shit where their kids are, even though there's a killing spree. They're like, this is just a typical week in Woodsboro. Just another... Oh, oh it's that <laughs> time of the year again? Oh, here we go. Okay. Hey, guys, be safe out there. Watch out for Ghostface. <laughs> Have fun at the circle jerk. <laughs> oh, my God. The circle jerk line is so funny. Have you seen the bloopers, Brandon? Yes, kept, oh my god, yes. She kept laughing. That's so good. <laughs> you can tell her and Nev love each other so much. But now is our girl, Kate Roberts, time to shine. Because her <laughs> and Sydney get attacked. <laughs> um, they, like, they're, you know, they're, like, up against the door trying to keep our boy Ghosty out. And there's a close-up of Kate's shoes. I don't know what is with these shoes, but they're like they're like very aggressive. Because black leather, like sling back, like like, because she was just out grocery shopping too. Like you know, I mean, don't you know she was probably working on her scars. She's got scars too. If you didn't know, (laughs) getting a new windshield. I do. Even though usually I'm against um, a back kill, like we had a lot of those in Scream 3, I love that it's through a male slot, because I've never seen that before. So It's different. Unique. I, I... <laughs> My favorite is her grunt. <laughs> and Sydney's like, come on, come on. <laughs> it sounds like a mild inconvenience. <laughs> I did enjoy her line in her deleted scene. Which one? <laughs> Where she... She said she uh, had wine, drinking wine, had a pill, and then <laughs> to me, that's like her whole character is yeah. that she's like on drugs and pills, and she's why she's so literally in a mess. They cut it out. Some people, some people imagine Warren Graham like, seeing those lines. That would have been perfect. It would have been too good. But like, I mean, in all seriousness, though, like this is Marine Prescott's sister. Like, like she's got it probably had. She's probably had an interesting life. Right. You know, and it's like dealing with whatever she had to deal with, and you know, but we don't get any of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's she's dead. Okay, moving on. She's dead with her ugly shoes. I was just gonna say, I wonder what Joe's life was like growing up, because she's, you know, being an only child and everything with Joe, or not with Joe, but with Kate. I wonder if she was just a little bit sure mom her whole life. She probably tormented her mother constantly. <laughs> like whenever Sydney was on the TV, she's like, "Turn that fucking thing <laughs> off, man!" It's Sydney this, Sydney that, <laughs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Okay, oh, and the scene yeah. kills me too. Like when, like they're she can't find her phone, and she's like, "Up." Where is my phone? Like she is like bitch. You're acting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one can keep track of their phones. For this Which, this about... is very 2011 because this would not happen now. Yeah, now like five minutes goes by. Wait, where's my phone? Five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, Apple sponsored them. All everybody had right? like an everybody had like a iPhone one. Um, but we also have to talk about. Kirby's Ice. Mm-hmm. I stand Kirby's Ice. It's so loud. And 
like I know the sound mixers must have been like killing themselves over this <laughs> and her ice better come back for six a hundred percent I don't know if you saw this Steve on Twitter I forget who it was but somebody tweeted like I want Screen 4 to come out remastered in Dolby Atmos so I can hear Kirby's eyes in surround sound. <laughs> this movie truly was ahead of its time. She was doing ASMR before anybody else was. <laughs> she started it. <laughs> oh, man. God bless Kirby Reed. Right, and so Charlie and Robbie, they're kind of like flops too. Like, I'm sorry. Okay, one thing I will say, I think I have Scream 4 higher in my ranking at the moment over 5, mm-hmm. but I do think 5 did a lot better, like, having, like, the new characters. Because, like, can you imagine, like, fucking, like, Robbie or, like, Trevor coming back for, like, a, another Scream movie? Like, who would care? I could imagine, I definitely could imagine Robbie. I don't, I think, I think that Charlie was only good as a killer i don't think that he mm-hmm. i couldn't see him as being a supporting character yeah i i just think five like you know like sam tara the twins i think they're just oh. more interesting but that's yeah. me that was five's intent just in general too to have them continue where scream four didn't really have that they probably would have built their characters better if they wanted them to that's true i think that was the original intent though because yeah. they wanted this to be a trilogy but then but then they who- decided to not do that but then um, well so kirby lives technically well she does but with the exception of kirby yeah because she's iconic everyone, everyone else dies though, me, right yeah yeah but i'm just saying like i don't think these characters are as good in my opinion oh yeah no they're not but they they, they didn't suffer trevor they didn't need no, to just be. kidding that's the thing they didn't need to be as good we didn't have to care about them because they're not continuing the and we're not going to see them again true but I do like um, Hayden and uh, Mr. Culkin. Um, did you know he's related to Macaulay? Is he really? Yeah, he's a couple. Yeah, they're brothers. Know. Yeah. Aww. They have good chemistry. Oh, yeah. What movie was Kieran in? Was he in Donnie Darko? Kieran, no. Kieran was in, um, well, the first thing I saw him in was Home Alone with Macaulay. And then he was in Father of the Bride. And he was, he's in succession. Yes. Like Fuller got into the Pepsi again. Yep. Then he gets like squashed by the chair icon. Yeah. And now he's in succession. But like, um, like Kirby, when, uh, they get cock blocked by Trevor and she's like, he's the worst. Get out of my house. (laughs) Yeah. Why? Who invited you, Trevor? (laughs) With that scene, I always wondered if, you know, if they, hadn't gotten interrupted by fucking Trevor if Kirby's fate would have been different? Or do you think do you think that she always would have Then it just becomes a rom com and like <laughs> he's like, sorry Joe, I'm out. Total left turn. <laughs> but then our boy our maybe maybe not gay boy uh not Charlie, the other one. Robbie. <laughs> See how Robbie. memorable they are for me. <laughs> yeah. Robbie he gets killed. Despite telling Ghostface he's gay. So, and Ghostface is a homophobe. Confirmed. That could be it. <laughs> or, or, now, who do we think kills... It's got, oh, it's gotta be Jill, right? Who kills Robbie? 
because where's Charlie? Ch- it could be oh, Charlie. No, could He's be, yeah, gone, he too. He just kind of stormed off. And, yeah. like, Jill claims she's upstairs looking for her phone. Mm-hmm. Or an inhaler. <laughs> Chekhov's phone <laughs> or inhaler. Um, but I do like when they... Well, they run into... Like, Sydney's there, you know, to save the day. But then um, we see not Charlie, Robbie... Um, <laughs> They, he's like run, like he's all like covered in blood. Like I like that, and then, and then Jill hiding underneath the bed. Like I like that you get like you see like this little like shady look though, which like if you're just watching it the first time, you probably don't think anything of it. But like in retrospect, it's you know it's like that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, do you remember the first time you watched this? Mm-hmm. I know even that you despised it, mm-hmm. but did you have any suspicions? How it ultimately turned out? Did you were you surprised? I think I was definitely thinking that it was Trevor, like he would be the killer. Because I don't, I don't think, I don't necessarily think they would do someone related to Sydney again. I thought that'd be a little redundant. redundant. Yeah, but the way the, the way they did it, I think was. Mm-hmm. I I was thinking honestly. I remember thinking Kirby the whole time. The first time I saw it. Yeah, I could see that too, especially like. Like, pretty soon, like, we get a scene where they're just, like, kind of, like, hiding together, too. Like, mm-hmm. she could have revealed herself there. But, yeah, I think they did it. I mean, it's hard for me to say because it was spoiled for me. Yeah. But thanks, IMDb message. Gosh, that sucks. <laughs> this is why you don't exist anymore. I and now these... I do miss it, though. It was so good. We don't have forums too much anymore. You remember forums? It's like a dying age, yeah. That's where you would go for all the helpful stuff. Like, if you wanted to know how to do something, there's a forum post on it. You can figure it out. Let's bring back forums. They're there. They just feel like they're obscure. It's like a niche. It's like, yeah, it's hard, it's, yeah, it's harder to find them. I'm going to start a Kate Roberts forum. There you go. <laughs> it's just me and Brandon. You can start a Tumblr. <laughs> Tumblr. <laughs> Kate, Kate Roberts, Roberts Tumblr. Tumblr. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Kate Roberts. The first post, the first thing will be a picture of her, of her, the close-up of her shoe. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that should just be the profile picture. I'm, I'm, that's what, that's my mission tonight after this, is to start the Kate Roberts Tumblr. There's like a hundred posts before Watch Sunday it take after. off. <laughs> this is what the people demanded. <laughs> People want to know. They have the right to know. Right? How does it feel? <laughs> okay. But now we get... <laughs> but now we get... Um, I think most people would agree is one of the best scenes in the movie is with Kirby on the phone with their boy Ghosty doing the little classic uh, quiz. Mm-hmm. How come there's not a Scream like board game with like quizzes? Maybe there is. Is there not? I think I would know. <laughs> remember the Scream 4 app? No, what was that? On the Blu-ray, remember? It, it it even advertises it on the Blu-ray, the Scream 4 app that oh. you could download on your phone. I vaguely remember that, yeah. It was like a game. The Scream, yeah, or the Scream video game. We need that, too. A side-scroller. <laughs> where you're like Gale. Where like you're Gale. <laughs> Gale in the neon. <laughs> oh no, you're Cindy, you're Cindy punching Gale. It's yeah. not even close to you. <laughs> you, There's Mortal, a ba- there's Mortal a backhand move, <laughs> and then and then you just see black shoes running, and that's Kate. <laughs> Kate's the boss. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my she gosh. makes that little noise. You know, like the old games, they only had like a few noises. <laughs> yeah. It's like her little grunt. Uh, but yeah, but this is an iconic scene, even though, you know, it, it's a little rude of her not to let him finish the question. Uh, but, but like, she's like naming off like these like 30 remakes, which is like both hilarious and sad that we had this many remakes and like, you know. So to me, this is like kind of calling out Hollywood and how bankrupt they kind of were at the time. Even though some of these are bangers, so he's like, "Wow, yeah." Dawn of the... Did she mention Dawn of the Dead? She did. I think she does. Yeah. yeah. Brad, uh, Matt's a Stan. Yep. Now, yep. Um, my favorite is when the ghost base at the beginning. I hear you like scary movies, Kirby. Like, oh, that's great. But then she runs outside to untie. Sad boy Charlie. Sad boy, like he's like so emo, right? Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of it. Don't you, don't you dare talk shit about Brandon's man. <laughs> so yeah, so he stabs her. Yeah. So you want to tell us now, Brandon? Why are you a Charlie Stan? Okay. <clears throat> this is your time I, to defend <laughs> Charlie. I mean, there's no pressure at all. I okay. Stan, I would say, is a very, very strong word, but I don't have, I don't see the hate for him that he gets in terms of because he's like, almost always placed last on ranking. He is, really, he is. For one, Brandon just we, likes the underdog. <laughs> well, I I understand what it's like to have that unrequited love too. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Four, four years of classes. You notice me now, you right. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it just I don't know. There's just yeah, that that scene. You know when he stabs her. It's almost like I don't know if he was playing it that way. Because I mean, in interviews with him, like. He put in, like, a lot of research and work for his character in that, and I feel bad that he's so, like... Because he's not bad at all. He does No, he's not at what all. He has to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, to me, it's more, like, just the writing. Yeah, oh, well, and who knows what it would have been if it was just Kevin throughout the whole thing. I don't know. Nobody knows. We have the right to know. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just that, and I just... At least we and had you, and scenes. You think he's hot too. Well, I mean, think I think hot. all the Culkins are sexy. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Even Macaulay, I don't care. I've always had a crush on oh. them. <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? Now, God, you distracted me. Because <laughs> now you're just thinking about how hot all the Culkins. <laughs> all hot they're like they're now. like the Hemsworth brothers, you know, <laughs> one and the same. <laughs> Oh, okay, so while we're on the subject, me and Matt did this yesterday on the on the podcast we did. We ranked them. Brandon, can you? I don't I hate to put you on the spot, but can you give us your ranking from worst to best or best to worst? However, you okay? I will do. I will do. Okay, this makes me think of my thought, which I'll come back to then after this. Um, <clears throat> so uh, Roman, um, Roman is your number one. No, Roman is my your last. My last. Roman is my last. And I will include my point to this because Sydney had absolutely no face to face action with him throughout all of Scream Three. 
Mm, which was point. my big problem with it too. Yeah, yeah that's bad writing. Good, great job, Aaron Kruger. It's like, why are we supposed to care? Like, oh, uh, you're my brother. Cool. Like, <laughs> it's it's kind of funny to... when he takes the mask off and we have the big dramatic music and she's like looking at him like, okay, <laughs> right. So it's Roman, and then mm-hmm. we have Richie, and then I'm I would a Richie say... defender. I don't hate any of them. These are just my my ranking. <laughs> yep, Roman some Richie. Some of them are, are mid. Yeah, Amber, and then that would go. Um, okay, so we got. Why can't I think? Okay, Roman, Richie, Amber, Charlie, Mickey, Mrs. Or I mean, um, Sue. Mrs. Loomis, Billy. Or no, Jill, Billy, Mrs. Loomis. Did I say all of them? Mrs. Loomis is your, Mrs. Loomis is your number one. She is my number one. Iconic. Yes. As she should be. I should have written this down before. Her lowers wrong. No, just kidding. <laughs> what about you guys? Where was she in yours? What, Mrs. Loomis, do you remember? I didn't, she's like in the oh. middle somewhere. She wasn't my number she's one. She's mid. Yeah. Because Mickey was my number one. She, you wanted her to blink more. She could have blinked a little Blink more. at all. But she had, she had those crazy eyes, which was great. But Mickey was just even more crazy. Boyfriend killer. Boyfriend killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can do Sid. <laughs> so we have Jill as a, revealed also. Mm-hmm. Which to me, I think I think this, I can't say again because like, I was spoiled. But I think a lot of people were shocked because she was like the new Sydney kind of. Mm-hmm. Um but no, she's a crazy bitch, and I think Emma's so great in this role. Like, I completely buy her as this, like, entitled, psycho, yes. obsessed with fame. And, like, I think, you know, at the time, it was, it, it was still current, but, like, it's aged even better, her motive. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the whole social media fame thing is just kind of brilliant. And I think this is probably my favorite motive in the series she doesn't need friends she needs fans she needs fans (laughs) (laughs) my own mother had to die no great loss there (laughs) poor kate (laughs) and then she goes as far as to shoot trevor in the dick before she actually kills him listen she's not the girl you cheat on she's not (laughs) (laughs) I did kind of feel, even though I hated him, I did feel yeah. a little bit bad for Trevor at that moment, just because he seemed so pathetic. Yeah. And then she shoots him right in the head. He didn't sign up for any of this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Charlie gave her what she wanted, so he was expendable. Poor Charlie. <laughs> Sad boy. Sad boy. Sad Charlie. dead boy. <laughs> I do like his line, though, where he, she stabs him in the heart, and he's like, this is not how we rehearsed it. <laughs> 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 he's just so butthurt it's so hilarious but then she stabs Sydney only once not you know that's all she needs <laughs> well I mean she did stab her one other time too granted but still like you know if you're really committed like you, you would you know, a couple more just to make sure but thank god she didn't because <laughs> I would have been a sad boy uh, but then we get like one of my favorite scenes probably in the franchise i think it's so underrated her whole thing of just 
completely like annihilating herself to make her look like the victim because it just goes on and on and you're just like what is she gonna do next oh that shot through the table that was really cool oh that's so good like when she uh runs into the picture frame Mm -hmm. it's like you have to give it to her though like like she 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 was trying here (laughs) i always think it's funny when (laughs) she's done and then she just like literally drops by sydney Oh, yeah, yeah. And then she puts her hand up, so she looks yeah. just like Sydney. Nice parallel there. It's very poetic. Deep. It's rather poetic, don't you think? <laughs> she sent you to prison for a year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Debbie. Um, so, Matt, originally, in the original script, it, like when uh, Jill's getting wheeled out in the stretcher with all the cameras flashing and stuff, mm-hmm. it was going to end there. Wow, that's powerful. But then there was another ending, too, where I think during all this, then you hear like one of the cops say, like, oh, we have one alive, but we don't see who it is, and then it ends. And then it was like a cliffhanger. Damn. But then we were going to follow Jill to college, mm-hmm. where she starts getting harassed by like a ghost face, even though like we know that she's bad. I don't know, but obviously that didn't happen. Uh, would have been interesting. It would have been a nice cliffhanger. But I'm glad they didn't do that because this movie underperformed, mm-hmm. so we wouldn't oh. have gotten that. So I, I think it's like a miracle that they ended up kind of doing this whole thing where it's more about, uh, you know, as uh, Sydney might say later, don't fuck with the original. And they end up killing, like, everybody, mm-hmm. you know. It worked out in the end. What are your thoughts on why it didn't do as well as the other ones? Um... I think Scream 4 either came too late or too early. I don't think 2011 was a good time. Like, because at least when Scream 5 came out, like, we're in the kind of nostalgia thing, you know. Um, I think, you know, slashers weren't very big. And, like, I remember at the time, not to toot my own horn, I was like, they should call this Scream. And I feel like they could have gotten away with it then because this movie's like, you know, kind of riffing on remakes. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, because I think sometimes people see the number and they get, like, scared. Like, you know, to get, like, new teens to go see your movie, like, oh, do I have to go watch the first three? Mm-hmm. So, and also I think the wine scene sucked at marketing this movie. Like, I don't I don't remember there was that much hype around it, not, like, with the Scream 5 and 6. I did not see the marketing like we are getting now for the new movie. So I think it was a combination of different things. I remember being so excited when the world premiere of the trailer was on. Was it the, the MTV Awards. Music Video Awards or something, or which awards? It was the it was the Spike TV uh, Scream Awards. Oh, okay. Which I don't think lasted very long. I um, mean, Spike TV is not even around anymore. An oddly specific right. award show. <laughs> but, no, but I remember. Yeah, there was like a, a little teaser trailer, and I watched that thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think like the the hardcore Scream fans were obviously excited, but I think mostly the they were the only ones who went to go see it. Right. <laughs> but like you know, like as time gone on, like I see a lot of love for this movie. So. And I will say, yeah, throughout like throughout the years, it has grown on me, and it's you know my my ranking of the franchise has Scream Five as the last, even though I, you can I love every single one of them, but. It, for me, it's five, four, 
three one two. Yeah, I think like you know, I'm very. It's very cool that, in my opinion at least, that there's not one terrible scream movie. Like we haven't had our Halloween resurrection yet, you know, mm-hmm. or you know, Jason goes to hell or. Uh, Halloween Five. There's a lot of bad Halloween movies, um, but <laughs> or the Freddy's Dead, <laughs> or for, you know, Scream's Dead, the final Scream, <laughs> Scream X, Ghostface and Ghostface in Space. Let's let's do it. That rhymes. That's good. That's why, I like, when some people <laughs> Scream fans, even they're like, "Oh, I think this one's trash." I'm just like, "Really?" Compared to like other complete trash, trash. Compared to actual trash. Yeah. At least, at least they're all like competently made. Like, <laughs> come on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do think this movie's held up very well. And um, you know, even though like <laughs> now we're getting into the final act, which you know is a little silly, but at least to me they call it out because Jill's like, "This was supposed to end at the house. This is just silly." And then Sydney's <laughs> like, "Consider this an alternate ending." <laughs> it's just, it's just. It knows what it's. Doing. It knows what it's yeah. doing. Yeah. But like when Jill finds out that Sydney's still alive too is hilarious to me. She's like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> the look on her face Poor was Jill. classic. The, yeah, the disappointment in her voice too. <laughs> but but I saw Trevor kill her. <laughs> but then of course Gail figures it out because uh, Jill had to mention the matching wounds. Which how would you know? Yeah, of course. yeah, dumb hoe. <laughs> And Gail pulls a Tara, <laughs> or, or actually it should be Tara pulls a Gail at the end and, you know, saves the day. Because Tara had the crutches and the gun. <laughs> and then Gail comes in, sneaking in the hospital room, up behind Jill. Yeah, I'm glad Gail came in too, because, like, she sidelined at the final acts too much. I'm like, come on. Pretty cool fight, like, when she... um like knees, Sydney stitches. It's like, oof. Ooh, yeah. Well, I love how we have Officer Hicks has her moment to shine, saving Gal. Or Lemon Square. Lemon Girl. Square. <laughs> 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 like the one moment where Jill's like, you guys better get up or I'm going to blow Dewey's head off. And they both look at each other the same way and they're like, oh. <laughs> not our man. <laughs> But did you guys? I mean, I I mean, I can see why people think like this whole hospital thing is like kind of ridiculous. Of course, there's no staff. Yeah, that's that um, was my main. Because at least in five, it's still ridiculous. But they kind of explained it with you know we're we put Tara on a separate floor, mm. which I don't think would happen. Like you know, we just have that many rooms to spare. But you know, they they were trying a little harder than this. In complete darkness, I think it's, it's a okay. lot of fun. Well, yeah, Ghostface t- took the power out of that one floor. Yeah. I guess. Um, right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> But I think this is fun. I, I have fun with this. Oh, yeah. I I could suspend my disbelief for a little bit and enjoy the scene. Right, just have fun, people. Relax. <laughs> it's a movie. Come on. This now. isn't like, you know, trying to get a serious Like Dateline. Like, you know. <laughs> I don't know. But when Gail comes up behind her, and she, she says, clear. And then... <laughs> All the... With the... Can I have one final yeah. word? Yeah. C- clear? Clear? Yeah. Sydney. Clear. So good. Oh, but again, I'm pretty way. sure like that probably that probably couldn't happen. Like the now maybe. Yeah, shut up. 
No. Because <laughs> it's like, there's so much safe, so many safety precautions in a defibrillator. Let's find some at the hospital we work at and we'll try play, it. We'll play with them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 2011, they were a little less safe. Yeah, I was just like, this was 2011. <laughs> but then, um, you know, we get the iconic Sydney line, you know, you forgot the first rule of remakes, Jill. Don't fuck with the original. Yes. Yes, Queen. Matt, come on. Yes, Queen. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, the way Sydney says the F word is literally, like, amazing in every movie. Yeah. You know what we're not getting in Scream 6? No, just kidding. <laughs> Gail too says soon. fuck good, too, though. So at least we'll have... Yeah, oh, yeah, she does. So then Jill gets shot. Not in the head. But, you know, I kind of wish they did just for, like, you know, that's, like, the thing. Like, you kill, yeah, that's how you make sure. But, you know, they want it to be a little open-ended, I guess. Because, you know. Maybe she's back. It's just like Stu. She'll be back. Her and Stu. But but you know what's ironic is, like, Jill ends up dead, but she still gets her fame. I love this ending. That's great. Because all the reporters are just saying her, Jill Roberts, I'll have, have her name going. Jill Roberts of Woodsboro. Well, whatever they say, like, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just great. I just lo- I love how they ended it. Like, you know, I, some people were like, "Oh, they should end it with Sydney Gale Dewey." I'm just kind of like, eh, they did that before. Like, I yeah. like they ended on this like kind of like ironic, dark, humorish mm-hmm. way. Um, right. But that is Scream Forum, iconic. And that that pretty much almost wraps up our Scream series. Almost well, before the new one, but are the, all the current ones we've done now? We're just gonna redo them all. Here we go, right, <laughs> right in a row. <laughs> go back to babies. Scream one, go. Did I forget? Did you guys do five already? That was our first episode. episode it was okay. Got it. Yes, that's right. Oh my god, I forgot. I'm so out of it. <laughs> I forgot that was your first episode. <laughs> Get out of it. Well, Brandon, it's great having you on for your last episode on the Horror Chance I guess we'll have to find somebody else for that. I know what you did last summer sequel. Oh, my gosh. Well, I need to be on it if you guys do a Buffy one. What Buffy do you think we should do? The movie? I think the movie. The movie. So much better than the show. No. Is it not? Yeah, being sarcastic. Oh. It's shit compared to the show. We still love it, though. Me and Brandon. Oh, 100%. It's a blemish. <laughs> it's a blemish. The ushers are like the acne patrol. Matt's like, what language are you speaking? We're speaking in Buffy. Yeah, I don't know these words. 1992's Buffy with cri- problematic Christy Swanson, not our queen, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, like, we don't have rights to... We're watching a Buffy episode after this, by the way, because... Are you? That's what. Well, wasn't that our goal for this year to get you to watch the show? Okay, I, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Brandon, I just want any like quick. Do you have any uh, Scream Six predictions or anything that you want to happen for next week? Like, what are you excited for? I was pondering Gail's scene, and you know, like I keep going back and forth about when I think it might be in the movie. You're talking about and, the phone call scene. Yes, and I, mm-hmm. I think it'd be. I mean, some people disagree, some people don't, but I think it'd be kind of brilliant if that was the scene 
that wrapped up the movie. You know, they had like the main like fight scene in the third act, but there was like a, you know, like a six months later type thing, and that was the scene that ended it to lead into seven. Oh, that would be cool. The only thing, the only reason I might not like that now is because we've seen so much of the scene. Yeah, that there is that too, which I thought about also. But like that would be great. That that would be something different. Mm -hmm. And and we know from all the marketing, this isn't a regular ghost face. He's a different (laughs) ghost face. (laughs) I just think that (laughs) I've mentioned too. Like it's just weird in any clip that we've seen of her. She's not bruised up or cut up or anything. So. Who knows what's going to happen? Gail's invincible. She's got, <laughs> as Cotton would say, she, you've got more lives than a cat. She's got that plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> She's got that, you're the only cast member who will come back. <laughs> I don't know, we need you. Dewey's line, well, she is vicious enough. <laughs> she, she is vicious. Um, if I was Ghostface, I would be scared of her, honestly. Yeah. Matt, do you think Gail will die? Um, I don't think she will, but I could see it happening. I could see it. Happen. I don't think she will, though, because, like you said, she is the only returning cast member. <laughs> but yeah, we're very excited. This is a great time to be a Scream fan, and I'm kind of sad that it's almost our Scream series is almost over. Mm-hmm. But we still have one more movie. Still, still have uh, six Scream. <laughs> she'll be out probably in a few weeks, a couple weeks. I'm not sure where exactly it falls, but it'll be out shortly after. Soon. We yeah. won't keep you guys waiting too long. Yeah. That'd be rude. Um, and get your uh, Ghostface uh, popcorn tubes. Yeah. Uh, hopefully not for $200. <laughs> Is that what they're going for? Yeah, weren't they going for like a couple hundred, Brandon? I All I saw were the ones from, I think it was Cinemark or something, for 20 bucks. Right, but they were scalping them. The scalpers had Oh, jeez. Like, I the, know. They were going to the theater and buying like them in like bulk. Oh and then gosh. selling them, but it was like kind of like on their face because then Cinemark uh, had them online for twenty dollars. Yeah, so they're probably stuck with a lot of those. Got them. Fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate scalpers. They're the worst. Right, like I can understand like a little bit more, maybe yeah. like forty dollars, yeah. but not like two hundred dollars. Yeah, like, like okay, yeah, you. you take the time to go out and get it. Yeah, I can pay you a little bit extra for doing that for me, but like, like that's just mean. Yeah. <laughs> How can fandom be toxic, people? <laughs> it's about love. <laughs> and money. And money. Right. Uh, but thank you so much, Brandon, for coming on. Yes, thanks for having me again. I had a blast. Yeah, Brandon, great chatting with you again. This is, this is You great. too, guys. Thank you so much. No, I can't wait to talk. Um, you know, I'm sure whatever next episode you're on with us, we'll bring up How Do I Deal again. In some way, I mean, do. yeah, and, and Kate Roberts, Kate Roberts' shoes, Oscar nominee, uh, Mary McDonald. She, I think she has Kate an Roberts. Oscar nominee. <laughs> you wouldn't know it because of this movie. I see it. Yes. <laughs> um, oh yeah. man! Do you want to do you want to plug your uh, socials at all, Brandon? Yeah, uh, just uh, Brandon Austin G on Twitter. And then uh, on Instagram, just brand, B-R-A-N-D, 029. Follow him, especially if you love Kelly Clarkson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Um, yeah. 
And uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, follow us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, at Horror Stands. What do we got for them next week, Matt? Next week for our 49th episode, we'll have, which I think we brought up even to this movie, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yeah, we did tie it yeah. in. Look at that. Yeah, look uh, at 2004, Zack Snyder's remake of Dawn of the Dead. Zack Snyder cut. <laughs> That's not four hours long no thank god thank christ yes so we're looking forward to seeing you guys for the next one brandon thank you again for coming on oh yeah thanks again brandon and we'll see you for the next one Bye.